It's Ghosticles time. I had, to, I had to put my computer on mute so it wouldn't ding again. And then I, <laughs> I didn't sing the rest of the song. It's going to ding again. It always dings I again. I muted it. Yeah, you say that every time. <laughs> I did mute it this time. Oh, but it, it might come in on my... I don't believe you. Uh-huh. The problem is I have so many <laughs> electronics in here because I have the computer that's recording. <laughs> right. And then I have, I'm talking to you on the big old iPad. And then I have my Kindle where I'm reading everything. And my phone is also in here in case disaster strikes and my Kindle dies. And, and it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. So <laughs> there's a lot of digging yeah, opportunity. It, it is. It is. <laughs> I get it. I, you know, there's a lot of electronics in, in my booth, but most of them don't make noise. And I just put my mm. phone on silent. So I'm. Because I have no my backup phone plan. Is if, on my, if my phone, if my phone dies, yeah, I'm fucked. I don't, I don't know what to do. Yeah, um, I have things on silent that well, I cannot get my laptop to turn off notifications for my email. <laughs> I have to completely close out email for that to happen. Oh my or god. Or mute it. Yeah. I yeah. Hate, I mean, I will have email up. I hate technology. Go through the settings. Turn off all notifications. <laughs> ding. Oh, you get five at once. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> I mean, we thought Clippy was annoying when if anyone that used to use like WordPerfect way back in the day, but now it's oh, like yeah. life is Clippy. Life is very Clippy. Oh my God. Clippy and glitchy. Clippy and glitchy. We're living <sighs> in a dystopian yeah. hellscape. <laughs> For real. For real. We have some good stories today. We do. Get into it? Am I starting or are you? You are. I, I yeah, always start, start, don't I? Okay. I, I'm gonna. One day I'm gonna stop asking. <laughs> <laughs> What are we doing? I'm, we're like the old couple, and I'm the guy that's like, where are we? Uh, the first submission. <laughs> Just go forward. <laughs> Harold, where is the room key? <laughs> Harold, <laughs> why? Uh, <laughs> that's a real conversation I overheard. Anyway, nice. uh, the first submission comes from Megan. Hello, Megan. Uh, hello, Jamie and Michael, says Megan. Uh, I'm a big fan of you guys. When I found out you had a podcast and it had to do with creepy ghost stories, I couldn't wait to listen. Then I found out I could submit my own experiences. I got really excited, but I digress. When we I was have in everything. <laughs> da, 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 da. When I was in high school, I did some stupid things that at the time seemed like fun. I mean, that's just, I mean, it's yeah, just high that's school. that's called being in high school. <laughs> I still do stupid things that seem like fun. Um, my that's friends... called being an artist. <laughs> <laughs> My friends and I have tried to contact the dead. Ooh. We were really into the creepy ghost stuff at the time. We have played with Ouija boards as well. I didn't believe in Ouija boards back then, but now I feel like it may be the reason I have had experiences. I've even told my sister not to bring one for my niece, or to buy one for my niece, that I don't want it in the house. I am now 23 and still have some creepy things happen. My family has had experiences as well. I have a lot of different stories, but I have one that gives me goosebumps to this day. My old bedroom is, uh, I believe, the most active, to a point that my dog doesn't even like going in there. One time I woke up in the middle of the night. I couldn't move or speak. I had what people call sleep paralysis, which is terrifying enough, believe us. Mm Mm-hmm. At the time, I didn't even know what it was because I wound up looking it up later, but I was in panic. I was in a panic. I couldn't move, and I tried to scream, but I couldn't open my mouth. Uh, I was too scared to open my eyes, but I heard something in the room with me. I was on my back when I heard it getting closer to my left side. I'm not lying when I say that I felt a hot breath on my ear. In a perfectly clear, scary voice, it said, You are going to die. 
I somehow got out of my sleep paralysis and set up in bed. I was shaking and in, in all in, fairness. I mean, we all are. Like, that's a pretty... Thank you, Captain Obvious Spirit. Like, thank you for that. I mean, it'd be really funny if the scary voice just, like, he called it out and then they, it kind of backpedals. Yeah. Right. <laughs> You're going to die. Eventually. How am I going to die? Well, you know, I mean, one one day we're all, all going to die. Yeah, it's see, all, you're like just a being a dick. Um, That's right. <laughs> I somehow got out of my sleep paralysis and sat up in bed. I was shaking with fear about what had just happened. I never told my parents until I got older. I didn't want them to think I was crazy. But after that night, the sleep paralysis... The sleep paralysis continued, though I never heard the voice again. Eventually, I moved down into the basement. Oh, uh, <laughs> because I no, because I wanted worse to worse <laughs> out of the frying pan into the lava pit. Uh, <laughs> eventually, I moved down to the basement because I wanted a bigger room. Oh, okay, that's fair. Uh, and since I've moved down there, I haven't had the sleep paralysis. Oh, well, okay, so maybe not hashtag fuck a basement. My sister moved back in, and she moved into my old room. One day, we were in there watching some old horror movies when we got into the conversation about ghosts and such. I told her about my sleep paralysis and asked if she'd have any, had anything like that happen to her. Now, this is where it gets creepy. She told me she never had, she had never had sleep paralysis before moving into that room. I asked her if she saw or heard anything while in sleep paralysis. I could tell how scared she was. She told me that something happened, but... She didn't want to talk about it. Whatever took place while she was in that state terrified her so much she refuses to tell me what it said or what she saw, and she won't tell me to this day. I understand that sleep paralysis is common. Both my sister and I have, uh, but both my sister and I had never had it before, and the only time uh, we ever have it is in that room. I do have more experiences that my family and I have had, though this one was one of the creepiest, no doubt. Ooh. That is creepy. Yeah. Normally, we're quick to be like, sleep paralysis, you never know, blah, blah, blah. That's true. But the having it in the only one room and the two different people having it only ever in that room is pretty, pretty fucking creepy. Yeah, that's weird. I'd say, yeah. you know, it's like sleep paralysis is one thing that can kind of explain away with brain chemistry and whatnot, but like it's, it's weird that why what about that room would make it happen only there like if someone was right. subject to sleep paralysis what i mean as far as as far as scientists know there's no external reasons why one spot would be more likely to give you sleep paralysis than another if you're inclined to have it so that's weird that's weird yeah. that's that's weird. weird it still could be sleep paralysis but maybe whatever it there's some intelligence in that room that is able to make it happen I don't know. It's, mm. it's, mm -hmm. in my movie it's both <laughs> <laughs> right, it's both. Well, and also you think about sleep paralysis is a, is a stress. It's caused by stress. Mm -hmm. And there might be something in that space putting a stress on you that you don't even know about. And and it could be the stress that's causing it, but something is cause is is causing. There's the definitely that's, there's there's something to sense. the idea that certain locations or places for whatever reason can really put you on the alert for reasons that you're not conscious of, like something about it. Uh, the ancients had a word for it. It was panic um, because most of the time that hit them when they were in the wild because they were outside of civilization and something about being alone in the woods or in a field or something that was like outside the bounds of... of... So wait, hold on. You're saying that the ancients were like... Fuck a forest. Well, yes. and <laughs> and But do you know why it's called panic? Because they most often felt that feeling in the woods, and the woods were the province of the god Pan. 
So the yep. word is uh, etymologically related to pan, panic. So we still feel that because it's tied. It's often tied to location or circumstances that are tied to a location that, yeah. that bring it up. So I it's not to panic it, so. at the disco. It's panic in the forest. Yeah, there's pan at the disco. <laughs> For sure. And Dionysus. Like, both definitely going to be at the disco. You should go. If they're there, just be careful that you pour your own drink. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, yeah. yeah. You, you never know. You definitely don't want to have sleep paralysis at the disco. Yeah. Don't do that or you're going to have Zeus's baby. <laughs> Oh, yeah, let that be a lesson. Sorry. We've been so. watching some new stuff on, <laughs> on Greek mythology and Roman mythology. We're having a great time. Uh, but we have. But thank you for that story, Megan. I'm I'm glad you no longer have sleep paralysis in the basement. Normally yes. we'd say hashtag fuck a basement, but in this case, I'd say maybe just stay down there. It seems okay. Yeah, for now, right? For now. <laughs> uh, okay. Next we have autumn. Hi guys. Autumn does come I'm... next. We're in the we're in the middle of summer. It's How true. perfect. Yay. <laughs> Autumn and then winter and then maybe we can go outside. Yeah, well, don't jinx uh, us. <laughs> uh, I was listening to some older episodes and got to episode 73. You made me think of a story my mom told me about where she worked. She has been a nurse for about 30 years. Yep. This is where yep. I get excited. Right. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yay! Okay. <laughs> Has worked with transplant teams, uh, short-stay post-surgery patients. This one will be relevant. Worked with minors until our hospital stopped accepting them, except for emergencies. And just recently, she works with cancer patients. So she's just like a human angel. Mm, True that. Basically. Well, she explained this event happened at an old hospital she worked at when I was little. She was working with post-surgical patients at the time. This person was in the hospital after having his... Uh, carotid artery repaired. Why he needed it repaired, my mom never told me. HIPAA! But Mm -hmm. mom needed to check on him during her shift. Well, about the middle of her shift, she went in to see his vitals, ask him how he was doing, and check on his surgery site. Well, while checking on him, the repair failed spectacularly. He started spraying blood from the failure. Mom was trying to put pressure on the wound so she could slow the bleeding while screaming for help, obviously, and hitting the help call light. From what she said, it took way too many times for her screaming for help to get another nurse to help her. Sadly, due to how the site had failed and the fact that it was uh, his carotid carotid artery. There it is. Thank you. It's hard. It's hard to say. Um, the man died. Oh. Uh, they did all the investigation needed in the '90s for deaths like this. My mom was cleared since it was a surgeon error. Say error hurts since. Say error hurts since this poor guy died. Mm. After he died, the hospital, being the cheapskates they were, tried to clean the carpet in the room multiple times. Eventually, after a couple of months, they just ripped it out to replace it. Who thought carpet was a good idea in a hospital room? Like, it's a hospital. It would never get cleaned. (laughs) I agree with you. And that is why I could read it so realistically, because I was thinking it as I was reading it. Why would you do that? Why would you have carpet? What? Uh, The weird stuff happened on the first anniversary of the man's death and would continue on every anniversary until the hospital closed. The lights in the room would turn on. If a patient was in the room, it would wake them up, and they would freak out calling the nurse. The lights would also turn on even if no one was in the room. The call lights would go off, especially if no, especially if no one was in the room. The door would also fly open. The last one, more often if the room was empty. Hmm. 
Mm. It got so bad that they stopped putting people in the room around that day if they could help it. My mom said the nurses would say how they don't normally believe in ghosts, but something was wrong with that room after the guy died. Part of me hopes it was a residual haunting and not the man's spirit being anchored to the room. They did tear down that section when the hospital closed. It's now a condo complex. <laughs> this is the one spooky story she's told me. There are other stories, but those are living patients. Mm. Love listening to the podcast, and you two are amazing. Hopefully, when conventions start back up, I can see you two at Yomacon in Detroit. My friends and I always love going to Tatum's panels, especially Aww. the After Dark ones. Aww. Autumn. Yay! Memories. One day, cons will happen again, maybe. Yeah. Someday, yeah. the cons will come. Uh, <laughs> we'll get to see people face to face. Right. Uh, ooh, creepy. Uh, you know I love a good hospital haunting. Mm-hmm. Can't yes. get enough of them. Any anytime anytime anyone in the healthcare industry like has an experience, I'm just I'm I tend to take it a little I don't know, it just tends to to validate the story just on the strength of the fact of who's telling it. Yeah, I'm like, first responders. Yeah, first responders, nurses, doctors, yeah. like y'all seen some shit. So for anything right. to like cut through and stand out, whoo. Mm-hmm. Love it. I love it. It's Patreon time. It's Patreon time. <laughs> yes. It's when we talk to you about joining Patreon time. Chat time um, with ghouls. That's right. We're here to say, hey, thank you guys for your support. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a Patreon that we are using instead of commercials. This is our commercial yes. uh, for the Patreon. Uh, <laughs> so Look at that. Patreon. More for the price. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Patreon.com forward slash Cool intentions. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have several different tiers at the, I believe, eight dollar and up tiers. We have a Discord, um, and we have chats every month with our Discord. The coming month of August. Yes, we're we going to be have doing two, our... and we're, we've moved it uh, to we've make it, it to make the time a little more agreeable with our friends overseas. So. Yes. Uh... In August, we're going to do it uh, the first chat on the 15th at noon. That will be f- uh, at Central noon. Standard. And that will time. be for everybody, right? Yes. That's for everybody. Right. Yeah. In the, on the Discord. On the Discord. And that's noon uh, Central Standard Time, uh, US time. And the 29th will be uh, same thing noon uh, Central Standard Time. And that one is for the patrons. The Phantasm. The Phantasm tears. Yeah. The, the, yes. Dis, the first, the fifteenth is for the all Discord all members, and the, <laughs> it's the all skate, yeah. And then the 29th is for Phantasm specifically. Uh, so thank you guys. Um, join the Patreon. It is a lot of fun if you're on the Discord. It's a really great community. They're playing Dungeons and Dragons. It's There's so a cool. whole group playing Dungeons and Dragons and stuff. They design the teas, um, and it, we just have a really good time over there. Yeah. But also, anything is appreciated. Uh, we Very pay much. our engineer for, for the podcast. Matt, so who is awesome! Yeah, yeah. And so, in lieu of commercials, we just are asking you guys to support us on Patreon. Um, tears start at a dollar and go up. So anything, yeah. anything is appreciated. You guys are the best. And on to the next. Yes, join us for the spoopy fun. Uh, all right, the next one comes from Crystal. Jamie, Michael, holy crap. (laughs) (laughs) You guys actually read my submission. I was 100% (laughs) sure you guys wouldn't read it, so I didn't even hint about the fact that I have more stories. This is Crystal, the one with the really tall bed and the four kids from Ghosticle 71. I have a few supernatural stories about places I have visited, jobs I have worked, and events in my life, but today I want to share with you a relationship. I have. Now, at first, when I started reading this, I'm like, holy crap, you guys actually read my submission. I was like, how do you know? 
Oh, you mean <laughs> an earlier one. Got it. <laughs> right. You, you listened to it previously. She is psychic. She's psychic. Uh, so Crystal goes on to say, JJ moved in uh, next to me in the fourth grade. She lived across the cul-de-sac from me. Our houses faced the same way, but our side garage doors faced each other. Many a night, I ran for my life between those doors to make it home safely. I've always been a bit of a chicken. <laughs> I was thrilled to have a new girl move in uh, that was my age and in the same grade. I remember the first time we met was on the school bus that I rarely rode because uh, I was lucky enough to have my mom drive me, and I hated the bus. Hated it. Mm -hmm. Hated it. This started our lifelong friendship. I love her dearly, but she can be kind of toxic for me. Oh, dear. Um... (laughs) I'm waiting for the reveal. JJ was always one to be in the spotlight, the center of attention, and could make anyone feel special. I, on the other hand, uh, love attention, but was afraid to seek it out. Our relationship isn't always the best, but I have never experienced more supernatural things than when I'm with her. Early on in our relationship, <laughs> Maybe we, that's the toxicity. It's like, yeah. why is everything freaky when I'm <laughs> around you? She just hangs out with a bad crowd. They're all dead. Um... Early on in our relationship, we had some issues with bunning heads and our emotions, adolescence, and the start of puberty. I'm sure not fun for anyone. The first big memory I have of us and our encounters with the supernatural were in middle school, maybe 7th or 8th grade. We were sitting in JJ's room reading teen magazines, obsessing over Hanson. That should age us. (laughs) I dated a guy that lived next door to the Hanson brothers. Um, Yeah. Yeah. We found this article about how to contact spirits and have them do things for you. <laughs> typical <laughs> I teen. I mean, that's the best. Typical Usually teen it's magazine. just contact. Yeah, contact well, spirits. That's, how you, that's cool, but well, really. That's, that's how you get the teens interested. Hey, you want to contact spirits? No, that's boring. What if they can do shit for you? Oh, hang on. Now I'm in. Oh, uh, all right. Um, I, can pay, I can pay attention longer than 30 <laughs> seconds for this. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we remember being teenagers. We, the naive yeah. children that we were, thought this was a fantastic idea. <laughs> We decided we had put it to the test. We popped a bag of popcorn and counted out the pieces three times so we knew the exact number of flakes. I just found out that that's what you that <laughs> that's what you call a popped kernel of popcorn. Um, so did I. Uh, then we <laughs> then we said whatever words the article said to say and asked that it take three flakes of popcorn from the bowl. We went to the backyard so we couldn't trick the other into thinking it worked. JJ's mom was the only other person in the house that day, and she was in her office studying for an exam. After about 15 minutes, we went back in and counted the flakes. Exactly three were missing. I totally thought she tricked me, so I didn't believe it for a second. So I made us uh, repeat the experiment three more times with a different number each time. The last time I wrote down the number I was thinking and didn't show it to her until after we counted. This was before cell phones were uh, <laughs> were a thing tweens had, so there was no way for her to fake this. I was not sure how I felt about this. We didn't even uh, we didn't ever try this again or even really uh, ever talk about it. I don't even know if JJ remembers this or not. On more than one occasion after the previous instance, we have spoken things into existence that were in no way uh, could be coincidental or uh, done by the two of us to each other. Once JJ was super upset because her boyfriend at the time was going to be taking a road trip alone with another girl the next morning. Oh, fuck no. Um, We were, sorry, (laughs) ex-boyfriend, you mean. Uh, (laughs) We were freshmen in high school and couldn't drive ourselves. Her boyfriend was a junior. Oh. Um, We were... (laughs) Let... Sorry, sorry. <laughs> creep, Just the junior, junior creep, whatever. No, it's fine. You're high school. I'm the toxic friend. 
<laughs> we were joking around that we should go slash his tires, uh, Ooh. but right next to the rim on all of them so that sh- that he couldn't leave. I I, uh, I know this is level five clinger, but we were 15. Uh, <laughs> I would say it's more like level 10. <laughs> that's a higher level. I mean, level, I, that's higher than I think five. it'd be level 10 if they'd actually done it. Uh, just talking right. about it, that's level five. It's fine. Uh, I stayed the night with her. Uh, early the next morning, the boyfriend called us uh, uh, to tell us the road trip was off. And uh, he said his tires had been slashed. The same year, my boyfriend, <laughs> who is now my Whoopsies. husband... <laughs> Whoopsies, slash tires. Uh, the same year, my boyfriend, who is now my husband, uh, broke up with me to date another older girl. They had gone to lunch in her car because, like I said, we couldn't drive yet. I was sitting with JJ at lunch, stewing about the boyfriend's uh, the boyfriend stealer. Let's call her T. And what a jerk my ex-boyfriend was. And I T said, stands for twat. <laughs> <laughs> well, with a name like that, I mean, of course you're going to sleep around. Um, <laughs> Like, what, what were your parents thinking? Uh, I'll call her Twat. Let the doctor Twat. Name. That's her name. I love it. It's French. They let, they, let, they let the doctor name it after the first thing he saw. Um, oh, uh, there it is, ladies sorry. and gents. Uh, so, I, so sorry. She was talking to, to JJ about what a jerk the ex was, and I said, I hope they get in an accident. Wait, it is. Oh, T rear ended a school bus that day at lunch. <sighs> Both of them were fine, but the <laughs> oh car God. was not. There was one Oopsie. more instance after this when we were seniors that uh, I live with a heartache with uh, I live with a heartache of till this day. I'm not going to tell uh, the story now because it would need a lot of backstory. However, uh, after this, JJ and I decided that we needed to be very careful about the things we said to each other. I really Whoa. didn't want anyone hurt on account of us being uh, some stupid words I tossed around without thinking. We have since used this power only for good, <laughs> like getting jobs we want or asking that a friend win a prize in a contest or something. That's good. That's, you, That's good. With great power comes great responsibility. Right. Um, if you guys could get together and just I have coronavirus I, goes away. Yeah, I, have and... some, I have a list of things I'd love for right. you to do for us. Um, yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> like, please, just, just, could you talk into existence the end of this pandemic? Uh, <laughs> please. And, and and, uh, and listen, whatever spirits are listening, when I say in the pandemic, I don't mean like trick us into by ending the pandemic by killing all of humanity. Like, yeah, no. no, no. I mean, like, let let humanity like go back to fucking normal in the pandemic. Just fuck off. Um, anyway, uh, JJ <laughs> and I have also worked several jobs together since graduating high school. I have some interesting stories from those times, but I will save those for another day. Love you both, and thank you for reading my story. Still have not been able to sleep with the lights on, Crystal. <laughs> That's like you. You can't sleep with the lights on either, so it's no, I, I can't. I just, I can't, I can barely sleep ever. I'm a very, that, very light That must sleeper. be so disturbing to realize, like, what you're saying is coming true. I know, right? Ah. But then to have the to have the good sense to be like, hold up, we got to be careful, because then I'd be like, hold up, let's go gambling. <laughs> <laughs> have you hold ever had that? Have you up. ever had that happen? Have you ever like kind of thought something like really hard and like it happens? Have you ever had that experience? I've had I it mean, a couple times when I was when I and when I was in my teens. Actually, I have like, I let's just say I I got even with some bullies, um, right? By inadvertently. Uh, uh, magicking (laughs) them into awkward situations. I think I'd always felt guilty for that, right? Mm. But I will Mm. say 
the past few years <laughs> have certainly changed my mind. And it's interesting <laughs> to see when you put something, just encouraging karma, yep. and then, and you're patient, mm. and then those things start happening. If you've been patient, it's very enjoyable to watch. It's the secret. Oprah was right. <laughs> Oprah was right. Uh, yeah, I, I, patience is part of it. Oh, yeah. But yeah. Uh, I don't know if I've really willed anything to, into being or been like, you know what's going to happen? Because this person's real stupid. This is what's going to happen. <laughs> and then you just watch them be stupid. Mm, it's like, yeah, mm, told you. Mm. So, <laughs> yeah, one time I was I mean, in class. Just, <clears throat> I was in class. Of course, this, I'm not speaking this... of anything specific. No, no, no. No, I, mean, you know, I would never. Not... And it's all just your opinion anyway. That's uh, right. <laughs> and you're entitled to your opinion. Exactly. <laughs> As First I. Amendment. Free speech. <laughs> Wear a mask. God damn it. <laughs> I was in, is this, it happened to me, like, uh, the story I was alluding to, I'll tell a real quick version of it. When I was in, uh, God, it must have been fifth or sixth grade, and um, there was this kid in my class that was a real asshole. He was always picking on me, like, just, he was relentless. And um, and I was, I, you know, he was bigger than me, so there's really nothing I could have done to defend myself except for, like, you know, tell, telling on him. And I didn't want to do that because then I'd just give him, in the long run, that would just give him more fodder to pick on me with so one afternoon we were in class and like while the teacher was you know talking lecturing us or whatever i noticed him chewing on a pen like his pen cap and he was just he did it all the time so it was like a habit and he's like chewing on this pen and i was like i wish that motherfucker would choke on that pen cap <laughs> and, <gasps> and within a few minutes he swallowed the pen cap accidentally ah! it didn't he didn't choke it didn't kill him but like the look on his face is it wasn't like it wasn't like the, the whole pen cap it was like just the the top of the pen cap which can kind of worry loose if you're chewing on it and, and yeah. i just saw him go Bloop, and his eyes went wide and i was like <gasps> did i do that <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so he like went up to the teacher and was like, uh, Miss Anderson, I need to go to the nurse's office. I think I swallowed a pen. She's like, yeah, I guess you do. And, <laughs> and, he, and it was so funny. Here I am, sixth grade, me going, I have powers. <laughs> I have powers. And then not long after that is when the craft came out and you were like, that's me. I was like, oh my God. I see myself. <laughs> You're not the worst witch anymore. I <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Uh, okay. Uh, 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 Tayson's le ne mm. next. Okay. Hello. I'm back again. Yay, Tayson. Last time. Tayson. Uh, last time you asked how people mispronounce my name. If they are reading it, some say Tayson or Tayson. If they hear my name, I get Jason, Kason, and Carson. <laughs> so we were right. We say Tayson. We were right. Tayson. Yes. T-A-E-S-O-N. Go us. High five Yay. over Zoom. <clears throat> Woo! Uh, now we are going to get into a story here of a haunting that lasted about four and a half years. Mm. So sit back, go pee. We already went pee. My, literally, Michael was like, I'm ready. And I was like, I am peeing. Uh, and then you cheered me on to pee. So uh, get a drink. I have a drink. And prepare for a story. Do you have a drink? I, uh, I, have, a, I have a soda. What kind? Your Diet Dr. Pepper? Uh, diet, I mean Diet uh, Coke. Diet Coke. Or Coke Zero. I have... This is not a commercial. Anytime <laughs> I talk about what we're doing. Oh, wait. We don't do commercials. But this is delicious. It's the Celsius. Oh, yeah. The Celsius really are really good. They're energy drinks, but they are, like, I guess better for you or some shit. I don't know. But their grape <laughs> one's really good. It's reminiscent of yummy grape 
um, stuff that medicine. But they also have this <laughs> apple pear one that is oh, yeah. really good. It's I've really good. And then before. if you have a little slice of cheese with it, it just elevates the oh, whole thing. Right. <laughs> oh, really right. So anyway, oh, that's what I'm drinking right now. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> so I'm sitting back. I'm, so I'm, I'm sitting back. I've got a drink. I'm peeing. That's right. All right now. I'm prepared Hold for on. the story. <laughs> now I'm peeing. Uh, okay. Okay, we're ready is what I'm saying. <laughs> Prepare for a story. This is the haunting that got me into the Psychic Kids Children of the Paranormal. Oh, yeah. I remember that show. Yeah. And I think you can get it on Hulu now. Oh, cool. You can stream it for sure. I just can't remember where. Everything is streaming um, somewhere. Everything's somewhere. Uh, I called her the demon in the mirror. That was the best way I had to describe her in short. Today, we're going to get into the details of the haunting that took over a good chunk of my life. I will not say her name, for I do not want to give her the satisfaction. But more or less, she is a demonic bitch in white. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This started when I was 11 years old. Let's call her T. T. We're going to call her T. Stands for twat in a way. Okay? Uh, Uh, This started when I was only 11 years old. I was at a friend's house, and we were messing around with a homemade Ouija board. The usual stuff happened, which is not much. Toward the end, both me and my friend wouldn't dare to look in a dark corner of the room, really not sure why. We brushed it off and ended it there. The next day I went home, and over the course of the of the course coursed. But my grandpa just came out of my mouth. Coursed. Over the course of the next <laughs> over the course of the next few days, I noticed my reflection had started to no longer resemble myself. Oh. I would look in the mirror and what I saw looking back at me was a woman with long black hair that reached down to her hips. It covered about half of her face, only really showing a creepy grin that spread from ear to ear and a pitch black eye looking directly into mine. Where her hands should be were four long claws that were blackened at the tips. A white dress that resembled an old-fashioned nightgown hung over her slender body, dirtied with soot. She would shadow my every movement as if I was her. At first, the haunting was limited to mirrors and eventually moved to any reflection I had. This made life as a teen difficult. While all the others wanted to get dolled up in the mirror, I would avoid it. I would often drape blankets over any reflective surface and had to take photos on my mother's flip phone to even know if I looked presentable to go to school. I also started to seclude myself from most of my family in fear I would either be thought I was crazy or that this bitch would move on to another one of my family members. The haunting grew more intense. I would find myself wandering around either during the day or night without much recollection of leaving the house. I was starting to lose chunks of times here and there. Anytime I would go to sleep, I would shortly be woken up gasping for air as if the feeling of cold, long claws were wrapped around my neck. This happened so frequently, I developed intense insomnia since I was terrified to sleep. This continued for the next few years, tormenting me to the point of exhaustion. Mm. Relentless and unwavering, she continued to get stronger and my ability to shake her off was weakening. When I did get a moment to sleep, I was plagued with night terrors. There seemed to be no hope for sleep. There was one day I was sitting in my room and I felt a burning sensation on my back. I reached back to see what was going on and there was blood on my hands. Four long scratches had appeared on my back. I went to my older sister's house a few days or so later and told her everything that had been happening to me over the last few years. She asked to see if the scratches were still there. She lifted my shirt, and sure enough, they were. 
She snapped a photo of them and helped calm me down the rest of the night. After she was sure I had fallen asleep, she got on her computer and emailed the producer of Psychic Kids. She told them all of well, about what had been happening to me and sending in the picture of the scratches. She asked for their help, and they responded. I was 15 at this point, and they showed up at my door. I ended up on the show, and they helped me learn to cope and control this ability. They also helped me banish this bitch in white from me. When I let out a loud scream, I want you to leave me alone, I collapsed with exhaustion, and when I was able to stand, I was finally able to see my reflection again after so long. I cried and ran to my mother and hugged her. This was the first time in a long time that I had basically crawled into my mother's lap. Now, coincidentally, at the same time, before I had met my now fiancé, uh, they encountered the same bitch in white while she was desperately trying to find a way to stay in this realm. He was much more experienced in dealing with these types, and he is what I call my repellent. He takes no shit from any spirit, spirit that comes his way and tries to latch on to him. He quickly damned her to hell in a matter of speaking. He had banished her for good from ever interacting with another soul. When we, managed, when we met each other, this topic came up and we found that we had encountered the same being and realized us meeting was a twist in fate we did not expect. In the winter, if you look close, you can still see the faint scars on my back from the scratches. My mother and I became close in our relationship after that. If you are ever interested in seeing the episode I was on, I did recently find it on Amazon Prime. Season mm -hmm. 2, Episode 5, Demon Lady in the Mirror. Just keep in mind, I was a socially awkward kid, and it was when I was still in the trans closet. Thank you for reading, and stay spooky, my friends. Ooh. Hoo-hoo. What a great so, story. So, yeah, that, oh yeah, that was... Season two, episode five again. Wow. For those who want to watch Prime. the psychic kids. I know what I'm watching tonight. Oh, so good. Whew. So good. So creepy. Oh. And I mean, you know, it's so interesting. I was just talking about this. Uh, we just taught the girls that if anybody is ever encroaching on their boundaries mm, or, mm, mm. you know, talking about their body and makes them feel uncomfortable, yeah. touching them in a way that makes them feel uncomfortable, even if it's just a hug or being forced to hug somebody, that they have the right to say, I don't like that, and or don't do that, or this is not normal. <laughs> you know, we practiced kind of shouting a lot of things so that they would be prepared in a situation. And it is fascinating how using your voice can stop people, but also not people, <laughs> you know. <laughs> or sometimes things that used to be people. Some things that, you, but as long as there's something about standing ground, standing firm, mm -hmm. take you know, taking your yep. space and yep. setting very clear boundaries to anybody that or anything that's around you. A lot of the times they listen. Even like this, like what I talk about the dogs and saying no <clears throat> to any. Most dogs know no, so if you yell at them no, they have a tendency to listen and be like, oh, whoopsie. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, well, I you think know, it's like, you know, why? I think, you know, supernatural entities, you know, if they're out there doing this kind of thing and they're a lot like, you know, human, like living humans that that prey on people like they mm -hmm. they choose victims that are not going to put up as much of a fight. Right. Um, you know, people that have been conditioned by society or whatever to just kind of go along with it, that it's just that people that kind of grow up believing it's easier just to go along with it and let it and whatever than it is to actually stand people that. Um, that's why I believe in confrontation. I mean, I didn't for a long mm -hmm. time because I was like, well, I I don't want to rock the boat. I don't want to, you know, whatever. But the minute you stand up, so there's people like that, and maybe supernatural entities like that are so used to getting their way that they don't yep. know how to cope with someone being like, hey, fuck off. And it's really, <laughs> exactly. it's it's sometimes that easy just to be like, hey, we see you, motherfucker. No. We see you. Stop. Stop. Not Get okay. Out. You yeah. know, because they <laughs> this feel. This is not normal. 
they feel like <laughs> they feel entitled to what they're trying to get. And so when they're That's told true. like, no, no, this ain't yours, they're like, oh shit, fuck, 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 fuck. And they Right, they go, what do I do? How do I? They can't they're handle. They're right, I, it's not theirs, damn it. <laughs> they can't handle shame. They just can't yeah, handle shame. Yeah, boundaries are so important, you know, and it works. It really does. Most of yep. the time it will work yep. if you just take stand your ground and own it and use your voice. It's all about, you know, using your voice. Let your voice reflect it. You know, we, especially with like, we spend the first 10 years of our lives being told, you should hug this person. You should give this person a kiss. It's polite. It's kind. You don't want to be rude. Make sure you're loving on this person or let, letting these people hug you, even if they're strangers. And yep. so then, and somebody put this because I tweeted about it, and they're like, and then I think it was Crystal Laporte. She put like, and then 10 years later, uh, after we don't say anything, people come back and like, well, why don't you say anything? It's like, because I learned I'm not supposed to say anything. Yeah. You know, it's like, ugh. So you get to say anything to anybody living or unliving. <laughs> it is <laughs> right. Again, I'm, it's worth repeating, but um, uh, the line, Lydia's mom's line in Beetlejuice when she's like, Lydia, you've got to get the upper hand here. Otherwise, you've got to put your foot down. Otherwise, people, whether they're dead or alive, will walk all over you. And <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's very it's true. true. So thank uh, you guys anyway. for your stories. Thank you. Keep sending your stories Please in. Please do. We um, love them. Yeah, set your boundaries with ghosts and humans. Uh -huh. Just do it. Get your yep. boundaries out there. Get your boundaries um, on. Get your boundaries on. Uh, 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 Ghoulintentions.com for stories. <laughs> and thank you all. Please stay safe. Yes, and stay sane. And remember, <gasps> it's, it's okay, okay to, to sleep with, with the, the lights, lights on. on.